Oh my, oh my, daddy's home. No, that, uh, I thought about many ways I could have made my grand entry back into the uh, podcast world of living, and uh, that was the one that came to mind. Anyway, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Not Common Media. I could sit here and explain why I've been gone for a few months, or I can pretend that nothing happened like that traditional one-night stands that none of you like to talk about. So I think I'm going to go with the uh, latter. To start off today's magnificent discussion, uh, I think I should go into a deep dive of the casual work tragedies. That's right, that's still going to be a segment of the episode that we actually talk about. So in today's casual segment of work tragedies, uh, I have to say that some people have the ability to regurgitate very casually, and some people have the ability to spit with a velocity of Mach 1, and some people can hold their dip in for days. But what do these all have in common is that eventually you're going to have to spit it out. That's what she said. So this was a few months back. Um, well, yeah, yeah, it was, it was a few months back. And, um, you know, I was, I was casually just doing my thing. And uh, as I've told you guys, I work at a grocery store, so I was bringing in carts, you know, doing what the, what the cart people do. We, we bring in carts. We're a cart getter. And uh, uh, this lady is walking in. As I'm bringing in the cart, so naturally I acknowledge her because, you know, I'm not a douchebag. She acknowledges me back and then proceeds to just spit on the floor where the carts are. And uh, I don't know what substance that was. I refuse to believe that it was just a natural saliva because it was like an extremely grainy black color. Uh, So I had the feeling it was either dip or that lady just straight up, I don't know, regurgitated them black beans she ate this morning. But either way, uh, it was not a pretty sight. And so I'm just kind of sitting there looking at that. And, and, and not to mention, she looks at me dead in the eye, does that, and then walks out like nothing happened. Okay? Again, just like when you have that one night stand. And uh, I just kind of sit there, or I guess rather stand there. I don't know how to react to this. It's just there. It's, is a, uh, it, it's a whole another living entity right in front of me. Um. So I just walk out as well. I I probably should have told my manager looking back at it, but uh, I didn't, and that that's what I gotta live with now. And by the way, you can still go there, and uh, if you bring in those carts, you can still see that black stain on the floor. It is it is imbued in the uh, in the floor, and uh, I imagine that whenever we have you know like an alien takeover, that's gonna be the origin of it. Or you know, if zombies invade the world, that's gonna be the fungus that starts it, or the virus that starts it, rather. Anyway, outside of that area, I have not taken on a man's sports, and no, I'm not talking about raw testosterone football or basketball or even the grand adrenaline rush of hitting a home run in baseball. No, no, no. Something far greater, something far uh, masculine, all right? Masculiner, if you will. It's not tennis, not even badminton, I might add you, but I have taken on the greatest man's sport, and that is golf. That's right. You heard me right. I am a golfing man. I am a man with a plan to send that ball into orbit and to have it land back on the course and probably hit a few children on the way. I am a golfing man. 
And let me tell you, I have buried more clubs in the ground than you can ever even comprehend. Uh, I've, I've been practicing for, for a few months now. And um, I mean, I've, I've gotten to the point where I've, I've got fairly consistent contact. I can, I can, I can, I can do things. I can right now, I think I'm hitting a, a, a seven iron about 130 yards. For those of you who don't know, like, you know, seven iron is uh, like it, the higher the irons go, the higher, the, the, the less length, I guess is, how do I even describe this? Basically, you can't hit it as far when you have a higher iron as you can with a lower iron. And um, so the seven iron, I can hit it about 130 and I should be hitting it about 160. So I still need to work on it, but I've got pretty good aim on it. But let me tell you, when it comes to the woods, which again, if you guys don't know, that's like your, uh, your driver and there's a three wood, which is like a smaller, less powerful driver and a hybrid, which is like the cross between like a three wood and a, uh, and iron. Oh, I'm trying to burp, but nothing's coming out. Ugh, but let me tell you, I buried those bad boys. Like if, trust me, if you want a quick, fast and efficient funeral service, just come out to the golf range where I am. Let me just hit a few divots with my 10 and a half driver. And boy, you're going to have yourself a pretty prestigious grave to bury your seven foot two relative. All right, I'm talking, it's like a whole entire crater on that field. I mean, you, it's not it's not a divot, it's a crater. So, um, yeah, and uh, I've gotten to the point where I'm, like, kind of okay. I've, I've gotten to the point where I'm not, uh, I'm not, you know, digging up, like, fossilized bones from, like, prehistoric times now. I think I've actually been able to just brush the grass. But yesterday, you know, where I am in this beautiful place we call America, I, uh, it, it, it is... 95 degrees, um, or at least at that time it was, and, you know, me being the idiot that I am, not knowing uh, how to really, um, what's the word that I'm thinking of here, basically how to, when, when's the best time to go out on the range, I thought, yeah, let's go in the middle of the day, when it's the hottest uh, possible, and better yet, let's go in July, you know, when it's the hottest month of the year, and so there I am, swinging on the range, about 30 balls to my side, as per usual, and I'm just swinging, and uh, after about 10, it starts, the heat starts kicking in, and I, uh, after about 20, I kind of, kind of, I'm kind of starting to lose focus, and I, I, t- I take it back, it was, it was more than 30, I think we had about 60 balls, um, again, as per usual, so after about 20 or 30, I'm, I'm kind of getting tired, and I ended up sucking balls, uh, not the ones that were next to me, no, I'm talking about my own, um, but nonetheless, I was not performing at the high capability at which I am. I'm basically Tiger Woods reincarnated. And uh, so, yeah, I wasn't able to perform that capability. And there are a lot more divots in that ground. But let me tell you, all right, that sport is no joke. That is an extremely difficult sport. If anyone says that it's easy, they've never played it. Because that is a man's sport. That is a man's man. And all the women that play it, they're, they're actually men, okay? You want to know why? You want to know how I know that? Because I'm one of them. No, I'm kidding. On a real note, I've there are girls that can kick my ass in this world right now because I, quite frankly, I'm I'm not great at it. And uh, maybe after a few years, days, weeks, months, millennia's, I will improve. But as for now, no, 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 no. But this is this is the this is the pinnacle of sports. This is where it all originated. You want to know how sports started? Started with a man with a club and with a ball. And you know what he did with that? He hit the ground, not the ball. And thus started golfing. But that is where we're at. 
Now, <clears throat> goodness. Oh, man. All right. I think I coughed something up. Might have been a part of my body. But I'm not sure if I've actually gone to this. This is now divulging into a different topic in case you guys are uh, not keeping up with what I'm even saying at this point. But divulging into a different topic, uh, I, I, I'm, I am a car man. I have been a car man for, uh, I've been into cars for a while now, honestly. It's been almost two years. Um, I mean, nothing crazy, obviously, but I've, I've, I've started really getting into cars when I was uh, about, you know, geez, how old was I? I don't even remember. But anyway, so I've now gotten my hands on this beautiful 1973 Volkswagen Beetle. Now, let me tell you some things about this bad mamma Gemma, all right? I have got a whopping, a whopping blazing 60 horsepower, all right? This girl will blow you off the road as long as I'm not going faster than 55 miles an hour, all right? And let me tell you something else. That car, man, she starts up beautifully as long as she's on a decline so all the fuel can go back into that manual fuel pump and thus cause it to be able to start properly, But boy, let me tell you, she starts and she purrs, except when she stalls out. Oh my goodness. And she's a beautiful four-speed, and sometimes it doesn't go into reverse when I need it to. But man, that girl, whoo. And let me tell you the biggest part about it. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you. There's a uh, a turn on this uh, this one road that I have to take sometimes whenever I'm uh, like going into uh, this like main city area where I live. I'm not trying to give away any aspect of where I live. I'm afraid of all of the people who listen to this podcast because I'm convinced you guys are not mentally stable if you're listening to me right now. Kidding. But there's this one turn on this road and it's about a, it's it's a solid like it's almost a 90 degree turn like no joke. And so you have to back it down to about 15 miles an hour or at least that's what the science is. You need to back it down to about 15 to turn. And I can take that turn in this beautiful Volkswagen bug at about 35 to 40 miles an hour. That girl will turn. And I'm convinced she'll roll over, too. It's kind of scary. But the big thing about these cars, or one of the interesting things, um, you know, actually being serious about the car now, uh, it's an air-cooled system. And so you would think, you know, when you're driving it, you really don't have to worry about the engine overheating, which typically you don't. Uh, But I keep a fire hydrant. Or not, not, no, not a fire hydrant. That's, no, uh, that car would uh, not move if I kept a fire hydrant there. It's a very light vehicle. But I keep a fire extinguisher in the car because apparently uh, the engine is prone to catching on fire anyway. And so uh, this one guy was like, oh, yeah, you need a fire extinguisher because apparently he's big on bugs. And so he just came by my house and gave me a fire extinguisher. And he had like 10 of them. I'm like, how do you, why, why do you have 10 fire extinguishers? But anyway, he does. And so he gave me one. Uh, so yeah, now I got to keep that with me. But one of the another very interesting thing about it is uh, taking speed bumps on it. Now that car rides very low, so you have to be careful about it. But uh, the VW Bug is individually suspended, so uh, it it takes it takes bumps all right. But it, like I said, it's a low riding car, so it doesn't like taking bumps in in general. And uh, I there's our, in our driveway. There's this like I don't even know how to describe it. It's like you're going on a decline. And then there's like a, uh, it's, it stops from a steady, it's, I can't speak words. It stops from a steady decline to sort of like a, uh, uh, like a, kind of like a divot. You know, I like talking about divots today. I don't know why I'm so infatuated with it. It kind of goes into a divot and then it goes up. So it's like there's a little drop in the, uh, in the driveway. And so, but the drops right at the end of the driveway. So as I'm making this turn to back out the bug onto the road, I have to hit that drop. And I took it a little too fast one time and I like, 
hit the fender somehow. So this, yeah, the car has a lot of has a lot of personalities. The radio doesn't work. Uh, well, rather it does, but when you turn it on, it's just static, which is always fun. Um, and <laughs> one of the one of my best parts, one of my favorite parts about this car is the emergency brake. Let me tell you, I can pop some mad skids. Uh, never, never, never. But anyway, what's funny though is um. I was going to uh, to Whataburger, and uh, I know the, the feelings on Whataburger are probably on and off. I haven't actually enjoyed Whataburger myself, but we went to Whataburger, and uh, I usually when I when I uh, when I park the car, I leave it in neutral and pull the emergency brake up. But in this case, I decided, well, no, 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 I take that back. I didn't do anything different. I well, let me rephrase. At first, I did put it in neutral and pull up the emergency brake, and the car kept rolling back. So the emergency brake's not strong at all. It doesn't really function. Uh, so what I had to do is I had to put it in first and still keep the emergency brake up for, for reassurance, which is probably what I should do anyway. Um, but yeah, so we did that with that bad mamma jamma. And um, yeah, she is a very fun vehicle to drive. I like, I like that. She smells uh, like gas a lot. There's no gas leak as far as I'm aware. Um, but yeah, it... I will say though, with this uh, with this with this gas inflation that we're dealing with right now, it's pretty nice. I uh, I, I still top off this car at about uh, I think a max of twenty five dollars. So now like that's from empty, you know. Like this car is absolutely fantastic. Now sometimes it's a little bit more because I have to put like ninety one octane in there or higher because uh, you know you don't want to screw up your fuel line. And uh, yeah, that's that's that. Oh man, I can't stop burping, but. Oh, I, I completely forgot. This is going back to golf. Yeah, I, I'm turning into that 40-year-old dad. I'm pretty well convinced when I do become a dad, the things I'm going to adapt are extremely loud sneezing and extremely loud peeing. So uh, I'm, I'm just getting ready for that. As it stands, I've already got the loud sneezing down, and the loud peeing is bound to come when I'm 20. Uh, five. Yeah, that's right, guys. I'm, I'm actually 20 right now. Or 19. Or 18. Or five. Kidding. I have no idea how old I am, I could just be a fake entity, but anyway, uh, going back to golf, with this, uh, what I've, what I've noticed is, um, I can get blisters extremely easily, is that, is that correct, extremely, maybe it's, extreme. I mean, anyway, I can get blisters, and, uh, so I have this gnarly skin peel blister going on on my, uh, on my right thumb, and, uh, for those of you who aren't advanced in the modern techmatology, uh, you might still be using the, uh, your thumbprint to unlock your phone, you know, for like your password things, or you should be using your password. Uh, but you might be using your thumbprint and I'm one of those people, uh, because I don't believe in technology or science. I think it's all a fraud. I think we need to believe only in music. Um, but anyway, when I put my thumb onto the, uh, the, the lock button, the, the, not the lock, the damn home button, it won't unlock because my skin's peeled, so like my my thumbprint's kind of not good, and so that becomes a problem. Uh, and I'm have been having fun with this for the past four days. I haven't been able to unlock my phone, uh, so I'm loving it. Speaking of, I'm loving it. McDonald's sucks. I'm sorry. I, I if any of you who are listening to this actually enjoy McDonald's, just don't talk to me. Uh, don't even listen to me because I will make it. If, if I find out, I will make it my my what's the word I'm thinking of my duty I guess to constantly rant about the how bad McDonald's is 
like there's there's nothing good about it i've even heard like about the mcrib and it was like oh my gosh it's the mcrib it's it's literally the thing that completes my life it's our savior no i've heard, everyone that i've heard that's tried the mcrib says it sucks it's not good so i'm not gonna sit here and just i'm not gonna sit here and say that anything at mcdonald's is good i happen to like their fries and their ice cream cones are good when the ice cream machine is working which is about you know a 10 percent chance when you go there and that's you know that's being you know giving not giving what is the word i'm thinking of being uh generous golly man i need a damn dictionary um but no like there's there's nothing good there 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 isn't like it's it's extremely overrated um but i mean then again you know there's a lot of places that people you know say are overrated i mean in my opinion i think chick-fil-a is extremely good some people say it's overrated I don't, I don't think it is. I, I kind of like it. I mean, there's some stuff that's, you know, not great on it, but in its entirety, it's pretty dang good, especially compared to McDonald's. Like, I could eat, like, the back dumpster. I could eat my out of my own trash can right now, and I'd probably be okay with that. There's some pretty damn good stuff I've thrown away, um, mostly because it's not, you know, it's expired now, but, you know, it is what it is. Anyway, I'm not going to draw today's episode. Uh, I'm running out of topics, but... I am back, I am back, you bad boys, and I'm here to to do some things with my body. Alright, deuces gooses.